Hello and welcome to Reading with Noah with me Noah Jacob. In the last episode we saw a summary of chapter 5 of The Adventures of Tom Sawyer by Mark Twain wherein we were given a brief view of how boring or how entertaining Sunday service can be. We were also introduced to the model boy of the town Willie Mufferson. And in this chapter in this episode we are going to meet a character of quite the opposite ranks he's the outcast of the town this character is really famous mark twain has dedicated a novel to this character and the name of this other book is the adventures of huckleberry finn i hope you enjoyed this episode tom hates monday mornings he feels miserable that he has to go back to school he compares it to going back to prison tom would rather go every single day than to have holidays in between and have the feeling of a monday morning again that's a little weird for me because i remember when going to school a monday morning would be hard but i would look to see if that week had any holidays and i would tell myself that okay just two more days or three more days i have to go to school and then i'll get a holiday Now Tom tries his best not to go to school itself. He tries to find if his body has any problem. He tries to see if he has a fever, if he has any aching body parts, but he was completely fine. Then he remembered that one of his teeth was shaking and he thought that that could be an excuse, but then also he thought that as soon as he tells his aunt that she's just going to remove it and he didn't want to endure the pain of that. So instead he remembers that he has a sore toe and he removes the bandage and he checks it it's actually fine but he also remembers that the doctor said that if it it and if it doesn't get better it could be something as serious as getting it cut off so he starts groaning and moaning and he tries to wake Sid up but Sid sleeps through all his groans and finally he physically goes and wakes up Sid and Sid as soon as Sid is awake he cannot bear Tom's groaning because it seems so real Tom manages to fool Sid very well with his painful groaning and Sid goes and he calls his aunt his aunt is followed by his cousin Mary too but as soon as his aunt sees Tom she knows what he's trying to do and she tells him to stop acting and Tom feels very silly that he tried to fool his aunt in such a predictable manner Then he falls back to his initial plan of his shaking tooth and that was a huge mistake because exactly what he thought happened and his aunt extracted the tooth I don't know if any of you remember the old way of extraction I really used to I still do cringe when I think of this how you tie a thread around your shaking tooth tie it to I don't know the door I think my sister did once that way she tied it to the door and just closed the door and the tooth came out. I think only one or two of my teeth have fallen that way. Most of them were extracted at a dentist, thankfully. But uh, over here his aunt uses the most evil way of doing it, the most cringe way of doing it. What she does is she takes a silk thread, ties it around his tooth, and then she ties the other end of the thread to the leg of the bed. and she tells Mary to get a burning piece of wood from the stove and she pushes the piece of wood straight into Tom's face and the normal reaction would be to run for your life or to move back in fear of your life 
and when that happened tom's tooth came out but the pain was all worth it because when he goes to school he is the center of attraction and everyone wants to see his tooth and everyone wants to see the place of vacancy where his tooth was there before before going to class tom meets the outcast of the village mark twain uses the word paraya so being a south indian and being so close to tamil nadu the word paraya still did not strike any feelings for me and that was just because of my ignorance a little bit of searching and i came to know that it is comparable to the n word and it's a very derogatory term used for entire caste of people all the way back in the 17th century especially in tamil nadu there was a caste of people who were in the profession of being the drummers for burial ceremonies and later on the same word was used to call them in a derogatory manner and much like the n word so that gives an idea of how badly huckleberry finn was treated and that was because he was the son of the town drunkard he was hated by all the mothers of the town because and i quote he was idle and lawless and vulgar and bad all the boys however envied huckleberry finn they even actually loved him they admired him he was like a little bit of um, you know the bad boy which everyone wanted to be he could go out whenever he wanted he had no rules he had no buddy to tell him what to do and what not to do he used to do what he want when he wanted and tom meets huckleberry finn and huckleberry finn is carrying a dead cat so this dead cat is completely stiff i'm sure it died a long time back and uh, tom and huckleberry finn they talk about the dead cat how he got it he had got it by trading it with other people tom goes on to ask huckleberry what he was going to use the dead cat for and they start talking about warts and how you cure warts from your body tom says you can cure warts better if you use sump water sump water or stump water is the water that collects in a dead tree stump and they go on to argue that just taking that stump water is not enough you have to go at 12 o'clock at midnight you have to face backwards and there's a whole ritualistic process to it and they go on talking about other rituals and witchcraft also so coming back to the dead cat tom asks about uh, how he's going to use the dead cat to take off these warts or to get rid of these warts and huckleberry starts telling him how it's supposed to be done when someone dies you have to go at their burial grounds at uh, midnight again and that is when devils come and you tell the devils to take the cat and chanting some sort of uh, mantra or something and that's how your warts will go quite quickly the topic changes to ticks because tom sees that huckleberry has a tick with him now this insect was the first of the season and so it was in some way special for tom and he manages to trade his tooth which he had got extracted in the morning he manages to trade that for this tick he puts the tick into his uh, percussion box So in all this process of talking to Huckleberry Finn about superstitions and all that Tom ends up being late to class 
and he goes to class and the sir notices that he comes late and he calls him up to question him or to punish him so in this school the boys had separately and the girls had separately and even though it was not maybe not mandatory we are talking about children where they had aversions towards the opposite sex so they would automatically group and sit differently so this is important because tom sees that there was only one place in the girls area and that was next to becky thatcher so he usually lies he usually gives some excuse as to why he was late so that he avoids the punishment but this time tom very boldly and loudly says that he was talking to huckleberry finn the sir over there he cannot believe that tom would so blatantly tell that he had done something so socially unacceptable and he gets a punishment he gets a good beating from the sir and when that sir gets tired he gives him a punishment of uh, sitting with the girls so the whole class starts giggling and laughing because that is one of the most embarrassing punishments you could get but for tom this was exactly what he wanted as he made his way to sit next to becky thatcher on the same bench now as soon as he sat becky moved away from him because you know girls and boys they don't like each other and tom initially he starts, he does not give any attention he acts like he's paying attention to what he's reading but then eventually he starts to notice her and he sees her from the corner of his eye and then he starts looking at her and she completely ignores him by turning away from him when she turns away tom puts a peach on the table now she ignores the peach she even pushes it away then he keeps it again and he takes his slate out and he writes on it that he has another fruit and you can take this peach but she still doesn't take it and tom takes it back with him now tom began to draw on his slate and he covered his slate he did not want to show it to her or actually he was trying to get her interested in what he was doing and it worked and eventually she slowly and whispered to him that she wanted to see what it was and he showed his drawing skills to her he drew a house and then becky told him to add a man and then becky even told him to draw herself in his uh, painting and he drew a stick figure of her just as a hourglass and a head and some hands but he did it in such a way that made it look like he was doing something really great and she liked it she she was not very picky and choosy she was happy she was happy with what he drew and he built up a rapport with this girl becky was really impressed with tom's drawing skills and tom offered to teach her and so they had fixed a time they said that uh, in the noon time instead of going home he will teach her how to draw before the class ended tom again covers the slate and he starts writing something and this time she was not shy at all she was not even trying to act like she was not interested and she forcefully or tom makes it look like she forcefully takes off his hand from the slate and she can see what he wrote and he has written on the slate i love you immediately she was taken aback all storm a bad boy but she liked the attention that she was getting but before tom could say or do anything the sir was just standing next to tom and the sir did not do anything the sir just stood there for a few moments and those moments felt really awful for tom because he didn't know what was going to happen 
but the sir did not do anything and he just went on so during the rest of the school hours tom could not concentrate on anything he was just eagerly waiting for noon to come this chapter was a little more interesting as we are introduced to huckleberry finn and also tom manages to talk to becky thatcher and he has an appointment with her for noon to teach her how to draw but i would like to talk a little bit about the p word and the n word if you read the book there's a part where uh, huckleberry is explaining to tom how he got the cat and how he how each of them learned about what is good for curing warts and not and in that there is a mention of the n word as in a slave obviously the slaves were called the by the n word and that really got me thinking about all these derogatory terms that we use and who uses them actually huckleberry finn was an outcast and it was not tom who used the n word it was huckleberry finn who uses it now huckleberry finn keeps swearing that is his lifestyle that is his uh, way of talking he uses those kind of words but what is interesting for me or what uh, gives me uh, food for thought is that it is usually people who are already outcasts or people who are already feeling low in their social status or feeling low as an ego status that will find pleasure in calling other people derogatory terms or find or making other people seem worse off as them and this is a sort of toxic culture that we live in so what i feel is that if all of us like as all of us as in as a community as a community when each and every individual of us feel good about ourselves if we feel respected and if we feel loved we will automatically stop trying to disrespect another person or another community another reason why we would use such words or behave in a way that would put down another person or another society is because we are ignorant about it we just do not know like if you do not know the word yellow is associated in a bad way to chinese people so such kind of things if we don't know and if we use it it is still not an excuse we can't go about hurting someone and then later we can't say that you know i did not know it sorry in fact if you apologize that's a good step but you should not make an excuse of uh, being ignorance because ignorance might be bliss but ignorance is not going to allow us to come out of these societal problems with that i end this episode and i hope you tune in next time until then take care and thank you for listening